Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss here, the people's mentor. And this is episode 544 of the show. This is actually a episode with leadership from Jim Rohn. I happened to listen to a couple of hours of him this morning. And so I really wanted to upload a podcast about this as well that I recorded when I was training one of our teams. If you end up loving this, make sure you screenshot this, put in your story, tag I'm Boss Lee. I do respond to every single one of those and I will share a whole bunch of them as well to my story. So make sure you do that. If you love the show, make sure you hit the subscribe button. That's how we get ranked. And if you feel like it, leave a five-star review. I do read every single one and they mean a lot to me. As always, like I said the other day, I do have a Bossly Inner Circle program launching very, very soon. It was supposed to launch August 15th. It did not launch on time, but it's okay. It's coming. We're telling the world and figuring it out. So just make sure you have notifications turned on for everywhere so that you don't miss it too. Hope you love this episode. And when you do, make sure you copy the direct link and share it with a friend. This is, uh, this is again, this is just kind of like some some Jim Rohn, and this is about uh, what he considered to be some of the characteristics and personality traits of a great leader. And so when I go through this, you know, I think the best thing to do in a situation like what we're about to go through is kind of ask yourself, maybe you could rate yourself, you know, oh, like maybe this is something I'm really good at, or maybe this is something I'm kind of bad at, or maybe this is something I could get better at. And of course, leadership is just sort of one of those ongoing things that you can always do better, you can always get better, again, myself included. Um, But you'll start to see areas where your leadership really grows when you take you know, notice really of, oh, that was something I used to be really bad at. And now I'm a lot better at it. So, um, oh my God, something just like really high up and like a plastic bag just flew. (laughs) Anyway, it looked like a giant blue bird. All right. But anyway, so this will also help you when it comes to, um, to attracting people, right? Like, like people don't like doing business with people that they don't feel like they can be led by. And sometimes it's not just the who's putting in the biggest numbers or who's showing up the most or whatever, but it can oftentimes be things that have to do with our actual personality. So if you're wondering why maybe, and I'm just saying, you know, I'm not talking to anybody directly right now, but if you're wondering, oh, like, why would my, why is some of my recruiting slowing down? Or why is some of my personal sales slowing down or things like that? Um, all of this ties into a leadership, uh, into a leadership conversation. So, um, Leadership is really the ability to attract somebody to your gifts, to your skills, to your opportunities. And it is, I don't, I don't know that you should say it is the biggest challenge you'll have in your life, but it's definitely up there. Okay. Leadership is hard. And I know a lot of you are in that position where you're starting to realize that probably where you're like, why won't these people be led? Why won't they listen? Why don't they do anything? Um, you know, what is going on? Like whatever, fill in the blank. Um, and the best way I think to keep your own mental, uh, state clear, I guess would be a way I would say it is by pouring back into yourself as a leader. And that might sound strange, but when you are frustrated at your team, one of the best things I can tell you to do is focus on what you can focus on, like control what you can control and you can continue to become a better version of yourself. Therefore you'll be able to attract better people as well. Um, in, in the process of this. So one of the first things Jim says is you need to learn how to be strong, but not impolite. Okay. And I'll like add to this. Look, sometimes you're going to say things that you're like, Oh God, that wasn't that nice. Hold on. I need to like re gloss over that and make sure, uh, people know I wasn't trying to be any type of way, or I wasn't trying to be too direct, or I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be aggressive. And for a lot of us, I know myself included for sure in this, there's times when, especially at the beginning of my leadership career, I just wanted to rip heads off. 
Like, I just didn't understand why people didn't want to achieve, or I didn't understand why people didn't want to make, you know, a a full-time income. I think some of you are wondering, like, what is wrong with these people? They're really okay with just the community. And you have to remind yourself, yeah, some of these people are just okay with the community, you know? They don't want to make a full-time income. I can't explain it. But you do have to be strong. Leadership, you have to be strong. You can't just be somebody that lets people... um, you know, walk all over you, which for some of you, that's, that's a big, that's a big step for you. And it is an extra step to become a powerful, capable leader with the wide range of reach. Because some people, uh, like, like newer leaders, they will assume rudeness is strength. How, I mean, I, I don't know how many of you've seen this before. You've seen somebody the way they talk to their teams and you're like, Oh God, I just had to course correct, um, I mean, whatever, it's a rank four. I had to course correct a rank four whose team keeps messaging me like, this person keeps on uh, yelling at us, saying we're not doing anything, and that's why they're not champ yet. And I said, what? And, and here's the thing, though. I just want to give you guys an FYI. This person I'm talking about in particular happens to be frontline to me. That's happening in your teams right now. I'm just letting you know. And I don't know who it is. I don't know who your rank threes and fours are that are bullying their ranks, prove it partners and ones and twos. But I promise you it's out there. Taproot. Okay? Taproot because when you are sometimes fumbling through newer leadership, it's really common to take more of an aggressive approach uh, than something that's a little bit more on the uh, strong but not impolite side, okay? So when you, ca- when you catch yourself and you're like, uh-oh, I'm feeling like I'm going to be rude, um, like Brittany said, fear isn't the same as respect. I love that. Um, and also, that's actually a strong point. Lead people outside of your team. That's why she loves leading power hours. Exactly. You'll be shocked at how much other teams inside of the empire respect you compared to uh, respecting your, your own team. Um, but anyway... Strong, not impolite. Number two, he says, learn to be kind, but not weak. Okay? Some of us are masters at letting people walk all over us. Well, uh, stop. (laughs) Okay? You are the leader. If you're feeling like you are being disrespected or you're feeling like you've, you know, people are kind of acting out or you're feeling like people are trying to go around you and they haven't earned a spot to go around you, meaning maybe their numbers don't make sense or whatever, you fill in the blank. No, you can be kind and not weak. Okay, you can say things very direct, back to strong, not impolite, but kindness isn't weakness, okay? Kindness is actually kind of like its own strength and in, in inside of itself. But listen, in, some of you need to write this down. Kind, when you are being kind to somebody and you want them to succeed, it's kind of you to tell them the truth, right? It's kind of you to say, hey, listen, we can't deal in delusion anymore, okay? We've got to drive to these events. We've got to get people there. We've got a tour. I know it's uncomfortable. I know you want your summer. I know you want this, but do you want a business that's going to pay you for the rest of your life or do you really want to sit on the beach all summer long? Guys, Come on, your team's looking up to you and they're not driving events because you guys are not going to events. Like, do you, do you hear like how I literally said that? Like, I didn't say like, hey, lazy sacks of shit. <laughs> it's, it's actually funny me even saying that, right? But it's like, what are we doing? Do you really want to, have to drive a free car or continue to drive a free car? 
you know, do you, do you really want to get to rank seven or rank eight or rank nine or I don't know, whatever your guys' goals are, 10, legend, blah, blah, blah. Well, then, like, guys, come on. Like, let's be the team where when network marketing is doing whatever network marketing is doing and inflation or whatever is something people keep talking about and everyone's worried about the price of this and the price of that and the price of this and the price of that. We're the team that laid it all out there and really tried the summer, right? So that's like, that's an example of being kind enough to tell it like it is and not deal in delusion, right? Where you're like, oh, it'll be fine, will it? <laughs> okay, next thing he said is learn to be bold, but not a bully, okay? It takes boldness, sorry. It takes boldness <clears throat> to win your days, all right? You've gotta be the one who's bold enough to walk in front of the group. That's why stuff like the tour does matter, okay? And I don't care in what capacity you do it. I don't, I really don't care. You just need to be doing things to get in front of your team, right? Where they see you as the leader that all of you are. It matters if you're on a freaking flyer. I know that sounds so stupid, but it does. It matters when you run power hours because they get all proud. Like how many of you have been uh, tagged when you're running a power hour? Like, that's my direct leader. Like they get so proud of you. They're just like, they freak out about this kind of stuff, right? That boldness of being the person who's willing to kind of take that first arrow, tackle that first problem, um, pay attention to the first signs of trouble, right? It, it goes back to, I know I just did this training yesterday on my wall. I did, the, uh, I did Jim's training about the different seasons. Well, if you want to have rewards when it's fall and it's time to harvest, you have to be bold enough to face Everything that comes in summer, like the, the, the bugs and the oppressive heat and the weeds and the rain and whatever, right? Like being very bold in your business. Like, like we can't be passive right now. Like I know for some of you, you're free, like I, I just know y'all and I know your energy too much, okay? Like I know all you guys, we have, we have good relationships. A lot of you are freaking out. You don't have to say anything. You're like, where, where is this? Where is that? What? I have this rank, that rank. My blah, blah, blah isn't showing up anymore. My so-and-so, my team meetings, my this, my that. Well, like, what are we going to do to change it? Because not doing anything, I promise, is not the solution, right? What are the bold things we can do to elevate what we're doing? How hard can we still, you know, drive into level up this weekend? How aggressive can we be about making sure that people are on, you know, your team trainings or if there's when there's pop-up trainings, when there's whatever, they're on stuff, right? Like, and it can be different stuff. It doesn't have to be that, but we have to be bolder about it, okay? And so... Be the person who walks in front of everybody. Be the person that people are like, oh my gosh, Danielle's always there. Whitney's always there. Cheryl always shows up, whatever it is. It makes a big difference in your leadership because people view you differently, right? And then it also kind of buys you some time when you're having to uh, deal with uncomfortable situations, which I'm sure we have all dealt with, right? You know, because then you have, you have equity, you have relationship equity. You have people who are like, oh, I know that was a little bit more direct, but like, I know it came from a good place. Right. Like, I think we've probably all had those moments with each other. Right. Speaking of like myself with you is what I meant by that. OK. Um, Jim says to learn to be humble, but not timid. Some of you are my little sweethearts on here. My Mel Humphreys and my Angela Muscles, my sweethearts. I'm a little sweethearts. He is so sweet. He's such a little sweetheart. OK, look, you can't get to the high life by being timid. OK. And some people, I don't, I don't know who this, who will be hit across the face with this in a nice way, but some of you, I think, mistake being timid for being humble. Does that resonate with anybody? Like you're so quiet about 
what you're doing and how you're building and how often you're posting and the customers you're getting and the recruits you're working with and the new MVPs you have. And some of you haven't told your team how many new recruits you're going to get with this new promo, with the new rank seven promo. Like you haven't made any declarations because you're like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want, I don't want to freak anyone out, you know, with my, my big goals. And we sometimes will throw out the word humble for that. But that's not being humble. That's being really timid, right? Because what we're actually doing is we're not declaring our goals because we know that if we, if we don't say anything, we can hide behind it, right? And this is applicable to anything, but this is certainly applicable to business, okay? So, you know, they say humility is a virtue. Being timid is like a disease, right? Because then your whole team starts doing it. They start hiding. Like how many of you have team members who like you ask them for their goals this month and they're like, But if you ask if they, if you ask them, well, what's what's my goal this month? They also couldn't tell you because you didn't tell them either. It's the same thing. Sometimes leadership, we have to call ourselves out like that, right? So look, I can't elaborate. I don't have enough time. Learn to be humble and not timid. Okay, the next thing is learn to be proud. He says, learn to be proud but not arrogant. Okay, learn to be proud but not arrogant. Because look, I want you guys to be proud. And quite frankly, I think a lot of you are just, you're not proud at all of what you've already accomplished, which just kind of sounds silly in its own way to me. Like if you look at all the things we've done together as an organization, and then if we look individually speaking at, you know, what, what you've accomplished, you know, what each and every single one of you's accomplished, the size of your organizations that you've, that you've accomplished. The only reason why you wouldn't be proud about it is because you're probably comparing yourself to somebody else, which is a whole other conversation, right? But you should be proud about what you've done. You should be bold about what you've done. If you're qualifying to train on stuff and go, you know, go to the Dominican and do all this stuff and, and blah, 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 blah. Like you should probably start talking a little bit more about it and you should probably be a little bit more proud about it. Okay. You should take pride in your community, right? You should be take pride in what you've already developed. You should take pride in your own team. You should be take pride in your ambition. Okay. Um, but there's a difference between being proud of what you've done and being super arrogant, right? And, and sometimes people are just overly arrogant, right? And so, and I think that it's like this, um, it's like, like they're ignorant. They're arrogant and they're ignorant. How many of you have somebody flashed in your head when I said that, right? They're so full of themselves and they're so sure that they're doing whatever. And it's like, you aren't even accomplishing anything in the business anymore. Why are you so egotistical about this? Like, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, I don't know who you're thinking of when I say that, but like, that's strange and that's a real thing, right? That arrogance from ignorance is very hard to deal with. And we got to sometimes check ourselves, right? Because I know it gets comfortable to um, to start coaching the team, right? I, I say some of you might want to, write this down. Um, one of the strongest things I think I coach my rank fours and fives, I say my, cause I'm talking about my personal recruits coach, my rank fours and rank fives on, um, is not turning into a coach when they hit rank four, five, six, right? It becomes something that I see happen so often. It's like, okay, now I'm a rank, whatever, fill in the blank. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about, uh, I, I'm just, I'm not really going to build any that much anymore. I'm going to go into coach mode. You've seen, all of us have seen this, right? Some of you, some of you are guilty of this, right? And whatever, just is what it is. And then what happened to your business? It went backwards, right? Yeah. I know. 
it's a dangerous spot to be in, okay? And I'm not saying you're not capable of coaching when you're a rank six, okay? Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm just saying if you would focus on driving your business and driving the activity personally, you, it, will, it will effectually coach more people than you telling them what to do ever will. You know what I mean? Like you sitting down with them and, hey, let me do my one-on-one coaching with you, my sweetheart, right? And they're not listening anyway because it's so over their head. And then you're taking a half hour out of your day that you could have been creating content or you could have been, uh, you know, going live or you could have been, 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 networking, whatever, whatever. It all starts to backslide, okay? And so having that awareness around that. And then when you're like, you know what? Like I think I need to go really deep into my stage one activity right now. Having the... Uh, the, this actually is humility, having the humility to know, whoa, I need to shift back into some of that stage one stuff and kind of get away from some of the things. Um, and that quite frankly is why, like, it's not that I don't have the capability to run Wednesday night calls. Don't misunderstand me. It's just that I'm seeing that is literally moving zero needles. You guys know where my heart was with that, right? Like had nothing to do with the amount of time, had nothing. It was moving no needles at all. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, I am pretty positive about that one. It was doing nothing. People were just sitting on the call, right? It was becoming really comfortable. It was becoming like, oh, like, let's get on and we're going to have our dance party. We're going to do whatever. It wasn't turning into any kind of action. What gets more people in action is not only that awareness of, like, uh-oh, but also I've been recruiting like crazy the last – I mean, I didn't stop recruiting, but, like, I've been going crazy, right? I've been upping my conversations. I've been spending a lot more time and like, I know what I need to do. I just need to bring more people in. So, cause you guys know the, what I always say, which is one person can change your whole organization. You know, if I bring in one freaking bomb that just races her little butt off, I'm gonna say her cause girls tend to be better at this. Okay. We love you, Andreas, but you're the only man on here. Okay. Um, Mark is probably in earshot though, in all fairness. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, like, if I bring in some girl that erases her little ass off to rank eight in like two months, it's kind of like, uh-oh, problem solved. You know what I mean? Like, it makes people go, what am I doing? Like, hold on a second. Like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Right? And so, anyway, but be proud of what you've done. Uh, hopefully she brings a boy. I hope so, too. Uh, <laughs> you prefer girls. It's <laughs> uh, just like a different level of, uh, I don't know how to explain it. All right, all right. Um, Next, he says to, to learn how to develop humor, but more on the side of wit, okay? And this is actually something that, I don't know, I think it's one of the masterminds I went to, and I actually thought of Jim Rohn when he said it, but somebody said something like, uh, um, women, he was talking about like dating also, but it was applicable to business. He said, women love a man who makes them laugh, but they're not making fun of. It's the same in business. Like on your live videos or your coaching or whatever, a little bit of humor, but not where they're like, <laughs> and they don't take you seriously. That's really important in leadership because that little bit of humor actually connects people, right? That little bit of personality. Um, some of you have a hard time showing that to your team, but I know you're funny because I spent, whoa, camera. I've spent enough time one-on-one -on -one with like every single with every single one of you right uh to know that you do have that funny side and I know sometimes you think oh I have to be the really serious leader who all the time is like very straight and narrow you don't 
you don't, I think a lot of your personalities are actually going to allow you to not only attract more people, but it's also going to let your people shine more because they will feel like they can talk to you like a human instead of putting you up on a pedestal, which they're going to do anyway, by the way. If you think your people don't put all of, every single one of you on a pedestal, you're wrong. I promise you they do. Um, I don't care what your rank is on here, whether you're rank 10 or you're rank 6. Uh, they look at you like you are King Kong. They just do. Okay, you are their, you are their champ. Okay, so learn how to develop that humor and also string it into your training, string it into your lives, string it into your, your posts, string it into your reels, TikToks, whatever. Um, it, it, be, be, be witty. You know, when you're witty, people are like, oh, you know, how many of you have said something on a live video and it's kind of sharp and funny and like punchy and it gets a huge reaction? Yeah, that stuff works, man. That little bit of humor, it works, but you don't want to turn into a clown. Okay. And if it helps you, remember, it helped me, like I mentioned, it helped me remember it by, uh, the, the dating analogy, right? Like you, you want to date someone funny. You, you don't want to date somebody that every sentence they're saying something funny and you're looking at them like, God, you're fucking annoying. Like what is wrong with you? We've all dated those people, right? Not just me. Okay. All right. Just making sure. All right. Okay. Uh, the next thing he said is, is if you want to be a better leader, you have to learn how to deal in realities. Deal in realities deal in truth and i know we've talked about this many times over the years of these calls um but make sure when you are coaching people make sure when you're building your business make sure when you're doing pretty much everything you're getting both sides of the story okay and oh uh oh okay sorry i plugged my computer and then my whole screen went black and it came back okay um make sure you're dealing in truth and you're hearing both sides but same with you right Anytime you're doing something, deal in truth. Um, save yourself the agony of delusion, right? Because um, I think that that ends up being super dramatic. Because look, li life is unique and leadership is unique and our business is unique and your teams are unique and your life is unique. And the skills and tips and tricks and whatever that work for uh, one person might not work for the next person. That's why stuff like level up is so important. It's collaboration. That's why stuff collaboration in general matters. It matters that we hear from, you know, Joelle and it matters that we hear from Stacy. It matters that we hear from Candace. It matters that we hear from Jenny. Like it matters we hear from everybody because everybody's truth is still their truth. Right. It becomes a problem when everything when people are closed off and it's like, oh, it's, it can only be done one way. Well, I don't I don't believe in that. Right. Like because the truth of the matter is um, I wouldn't have even done TikTok if Kelsey hadn't done TikTok and had like 200 some odd customers that one month. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Because my truth was that TikTok was a dancing app. Right. I had to be open to the idea that that was inaccurate. Right. I had to be open to the idea. I mean, you just have to be open. You have to be open to the idea of learning from other people, open to the idea of, of, you know, learning from groups, open to the idea of, you know, not to go back to the tour again, but like open to the idea of like, you know what, maybe, maybe you're really bad in person, but like, wouldn't a leader say, I'm really bad at that. I think I need to get good at that. <laughs> or even if I don't get good at it, I think I need to fail at that. I think I need to try to fail at that and see what happens, right? You're not going to fail at it, by the way. You'll probably like it a lot more than, than you think you will, just so you know. But learn how to deal in the realities, always getting both sides of the story. Um, and, and look, the fact of the matter is that this is going to work not only in your personal life, or not only in your business life, but also in your personal life, right? Like how many of you, when I was just saying those things, you were kind of starting to think of like your family too, 
You know, with your kids, you've got to be strong, but not impolite. With your kids, you've got to be kind, but not weak. With your kids, you've got to be bold, but don't want to bully them, right? When you're, when you're with your kids, you know, you want to be, um, you want to teach them humility too and not to be scared. You want to teach them to, to hold their own ground, right? You want to teach them to be proud, but not ignorant, arrogant assholes. You know, nobody wants that kid, right? You want to teach them how to be funny, but not clowns and, and same thing. Like you want to teach your kids how to tell the truth and learn from others. And so when you start to kind of pull all this stuff together, you can see why he had such an impact on not only my leadership, but also just kind of the way I run my life, right? The way that I, that I do everything. And you guys know, I'm a big believer of how you do anything is how you do everything. But, um, those were seven of, a seven of his leadership principles I wrote down from a podcast that I listened, re-listened to again the other day. Um, but it's, it's, it's important because you have to ask yourself, you kind of got to ask yourself, like, how do you want people to see you as a leader? That's really the question. You know, how do you want people to see you? What, what would your ideal, like maybe journal this out. What would your ideal, like, like what would you love if, if there was like an anonymous survey that went out and it was like, tell me about Jackie Bell as a leader. You know, what are the things you would want your team to say about you? And then it's no different than when you're attracting a partner in your life, right? When we say, when we talk about that, it's like, well, if you're writing down all these amazing things, like I want someone who's consistent and romantic and takes care of their body and whatever you guys get, the, you guys know this little exercise. Well, then if you've written down all the things that you want people to say about you as a leader, take the time to become that as a leader. And it's, it's a constant thing. Like I said at the beginning, but I'll just say it again. You're going to screw it up. I screw it up. Every day I do something, I'm like, damn, I think I'm going to, I think I offended somebody because I had a sharp tongue on that one or whatever. Um, but I'm sorry, goes a long way. You know, I think that could have gotten taken out of context. I apologize, goes a long way. Um, and then getting better, doing better goes a long way. You know, um, don't run from situations, lean into them. That's also very much so him, right? Like it's very easy to run right? It's really easy to go, oh, I screwed up and I don't want to have a big girl conversation. Let me run, <laughs> right? Um, and that is no way to build a business either. But I think we're in a really unique time of network marketing. We knew it was coming though. And so let's continue to double down on those skills. The, uh, the events are going to be awesome. I'm really excited for those of you that are going to be checking out different areas of the country and seeing new team members all around and uh, everything like that. But um, y'all are amazing. I love you very much.